0: 1 John chapter 4. First John chapter 4, I'll begin reading in verse 1, and we'll read down through verse 6. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist. Whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world. And the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the Spirit of truth and the Spirit of error." Heavenly Father, we do thank You again for Your Word, that it is the standard for faith and practice, that You use Your Spirit to guide us into the truth of Your Word. And Lord, we just ask that today You would open our minds and our hearts to the truth of You, and then that we may see the application in our own lives. And Lord, that then we would go and be doers of your word. We pray in Jesus' name with thanksgiving. Amen. <clears throat> I have an interest in the how the mind works and uh, the influence that that has on us. And uh, this last week in the... Um, college football playoffs, Uh, there was a team, Ohio State, that was playing Alabama. Alabama was number one rated. They were invincible. And Ohio State, many said, they barely got into the playoffs. They shouldn't be in the playoffs. They're not good enough to be in the playoffs. And Tim Tebow uh, used to play for the coach that coaches Ohio State. And before the game, Tim Tebow said, "I know Urban Meyer. He has been preaching to them for a month now. You are as good as they are. You can beat them. You have to believe, you have to believe. You are as good as they are. you can beat them." And he said, "He has been preaching to them that to them for a month straight." And they did go out and beat Alabama. They had a third-string quarterback that everybody. Their first two-string quarterbacks um, are injured, and their third-string quarterback playing is started his second game, and won in the semifinals of the the college football playoff. Now it wasn't just the coach said you have to believe. It's not just believing; it's believing the right things. Um, this last week, we went out and played hockey. You know what? I can get five of us together, and we could go up and say, I believe we could beat the Iowa Wild. And I may get all five of us to believe that, but that is not going to happen, because it's not truth, okay? There's no way that five of my family members could beat the Iowa Wild. We can't even beat each other, or maybe we do. But um, at any rate, it's not just if you have a positive attitude, a positive thinking, things will happen. No, you have to believe what is true. And Urban Meyer was trying to get his players to believe you are capable of beating them. They aren't invincible. The mind plays an important part. Um, in, in most, for example, in most athletics, the mind is one of the most important parts of it. If, if while the game starts, um, someone runs past them really fast and their mind starts thinking, whoa, they are really fast. I don't know if we can keep up to them. In wrestling, it's really a mind game. And um, and if when you grab hold of that guy, you think, man, this guy is stronger than I thought, or this guy is quicker than I thought. I don't... Right there. Right there. This, I don't know, you're on your way down, all right? The mind is very important. And in 1 John chapter 4... John has said, there is across the world a philosophy of Antichrist. And there are many, many false teachers into the world. And he deals with all that in verses 1, 2, and 3. But then he says, now wait a minute, believe the truth. Don't let that blow you out of the water. That is true. There are many false teachers. You will be easily deceived if you aren't careful. And you need to test every spirit. And the spirit of Antichrist is at work in the world today. But then he said, "...but you are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. And so he brings that truth and he said, this is what you need to believe. You can look around today and you can, can look at all the sex trafficking that's going on. You can look at the ISIS or ISO movement and all that's going on. You can look at the wickedness that's going on in our own nation and you can be overcome or you can believe the truth that we want to call our attention to today that comes from 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4. The truth is, as a believer, I am a child of God. As many, John chapter 1 and verse 12, as many as received Him, to them He gives the power to become sons of God. 1 John chapter 3, we looked at it previously behold what manner of love the father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called sons of god this is truth it doesn't matter what our past contains in it we've been singing about the grace of god and and that he's always willing to forgive our sins when we call upon Jesus Christ and we've sung about the spotless Lamb of God that pardoned all our sin. And the truth is, regardless of what may look in our past, regardless of what we know about ourselves, as a believer who has trusted Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sin, I am a child of God. And it is important for us to realize this. Um, don't ever forget this truth that I am a child of God. Now, there's there's important things, and we're gonna we're gonna look at this. But this aspect, a child, a child is one who is dependent on others. No matter how long you live, no matter how much you learn as a Christian. You need to always have the mentality, I am a child in Christ. I am dependent entirely upon Christ. I am dependent upon Him. Without Him, I cannot live. I cannot move. I cannot have my being physically, let alone spiritually. And in understanding this, I am a child of God. And I am to have a childlike trust. I mean, you you love the childlike trust. you you set a little kid up on something, say, "Jump, jump," and they just poop, you know, until you drop them one time, and then we wonder why they don't trust us anymore, okay? But they trust their parents. And we need to remember, I am a child of God if if I've received Christ as my personal savior. Now. John is reminding them as well that there is much that is against God and his people. He said in 1 John chapter 4, he said, You have heard that the spirit of Antichrist is coming. He said, It's already here. The struggle that we are in in this world, the world system is governed by Satan. It is opposed to Jesus Christ. And Satan aims to bring his primary attacks against Christians, in particular um, weak Christians, but against all Christians. And um, he, the religious world, the political world, hates Jesus Christ. And Satan's primary goal is to get people to think independently from the Word of God. And and as He gets us away from the Word of God, He knows we are open to any deception that He may give. So John is writing, it wasn't any different in his day than it is in our day, that the world is not a friend to followers of Christ. And he's saying to them that... um, All that is in the world, he's already told them, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. He said, the world passes away and the lust thereof, but he that does the will of God abides forever. The Spirit of Antichrist is in the world. There are many false prophets. So how do we prepare? It's not through head knowledge. It's not through logic. It's not through philosophy. It's not just through theology or creeds or discipleship. It's not in skill and argument. Nothing will do except God being in you. And so he says, you are of God, little children. You belong to God. God is your Father. You are a child of God. Yes, there is much opposition around. And don't let that blow you out of the water. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. Understand, this is the truth that we must believe. God is is greater than all. God is greater than any and all of the power of the enemy. In fact, it's it's almost ludicrous to even put it that way. God is indescribably much more greater. There is no contest whatsoever. Turn if you would to Isaiah chapter 40. Throughout Scripture, God gives us little glimpses of His greatness. And in Isaiah chapter 40, the whole chapter, but we won't have time to look at that. But notice verse 25 of Isaiah chapter 40, the greatness of God. To whom then will you liken me? Or shall I be equal, says the Holy One. Okay, God saying, Who are you going to say is like Me? Who can compare to Me? Notice what He said. Lift up your eyes on high, and behold, who created these things, and brings out their host by number. He calls them out by name, by the greatness of His might, for that He is the strong One Not one faileth. Notice, he says, who is like me? He says, come out here. Look up here at the stars. He said, this God calls them all by name. Not one of them fails. He is strong in power. And he goes on. He says, Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel? My way is hidden from the Lord, and my just claim or my judgment is passed over by God. He says, why do you think you can hide anything from God? You can't hide anything. Why do you say, oh, my my righteous claim, God's passed over it. This isn't fair. What's happening in my life? He said, God knows every detail about your life. Have you not known, have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, nor is weary? There is no searching of His understanding. He doesn't faint. He doesn't grow weary. There is no ending of his understanding he gives power to the faint to them that have no might he increases strength even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall he's saying everyone else will fail but god never will god is greater than all so this is the one that we ought to wait on wait on the lord and be of good courage he'll strengthen your heart wait i say on the lord it is important that we understand, I need to believe right about God. President Obama, the United Nations, Vladimir Putin, the Euro, the European Union, all the nations of the world together are not greater than God. All the circumstances that may come into your life are not greater than God, God is greater than all you are of God, little children, and you can overcome this because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world Turn to Romans chapter eleven another passage paul is is writing to the believers at at Rome and he's um, extolling to them God's grace and ministry to the people. But he comes down and, and just kind of a, an exaltation that he can't take it anymore in verse 33. He says, Oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are His judgments and His ways past finding out. For who hath known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been His counselor? Or who hath first given to Him? And it shall be recompensed unto Him again. For of Him and through Him and to Him are all things, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. It's like Paul says, I can't even, I can't even begin to describe it. The depths of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are His ways. Who, who has ever given God counsel? God's never gone to anyone and say, um I was just wondering, could you give me a little counsel in this? How unsearchable are his ways? For of him and through him and to him all things consist. He is greater than all. We must believe the right things and we must believe God is greater. He is greater to instruct us than Satan is to deceive us. God is greater also to uphold us than Satan is to cast us down. God is greater to save us than Satan is to destroy us. You know, it's it's like we're the little chickens hiding under this... Um, Oh, what's, the, what's the term for the invincible man? I, I know what I'm thinking of, but I can't think of it. Anyway, we're, we're the little chickens hiding under this hen that has all powers that can snap the head off anything that comes at it. And so we're, we're with great confidence because we know God is greater. Satan's going to bring his greatest... And we're just hiding in Christ. It's like, bring it on. We know who's greater. We know how things end. And, it, and John is saying, yes, there are many, many deceivers around here. And, and the spirit of Antichrist is actively at work. The spirit of Antichrist probably has something to do with the low gas prices that we're experiencing. Seriously. If you want to know more about it, I'll talk to you later. The spirit of Antichrist is actively at work in our world today. But wait a minute. I am a child of God. And God is greater than all. And God is in me you understand what that means? Greater is He that is in Jerusalem. No. Greater is He that is in the church building. No. Greater is He that is in the head of the family. No. Greater is He that is in Me. Every believer has the Spirit of God dwelling within him, and it is not merely He is at your side or your right hand or He is around you he is in me John recorded what Jesus said in John chapter 14 and verse 7 when Jesus said to them he said i'm i'm in in the whole chapter 14 he said i'm going to leave you with peace that the world can't give you and it is because I am sending the Spirit, and He dwells within you. Do you understand? The greatest of all power dwells within us. So that Paul wrote to the church at Corinth, What? Don't you understand? Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, that means there's certain things we shouldn't do with our body, but I think we've, we've lost sight of what that means, that my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Sure, there's certain things I shouldn't bring into my body, but that's a small part of it. What it means is, I ought to have great confidence and great faith because God is in me. What can separate me from the love of God? Contribulation or persecution or distress or famine. He goes on and listens. He says, no, in all these things we are Romans. He uses this word. We are hyper Do you know how many of you have ever heard of Nike? Come on, raise your hand. Show you're awake, okay? Do you know what Nike means? means big money for Oregon. That's what it, No, no, I'm just kidding. Nike means victory. It's a Greek word. It means victory. The word that he uses here in 1 John chapter 4, he says, "You are of God little children and have nikao, Nike, you have overcome them." See, this is victory stuff. This is the real stuff. He's writing to encourage. He says, you have victory. You have overcome them. Because greater is He that is in you than he that's in the world. In in understanding, I need not fear. Christ overcame the world so I wouldn't have to live in fear. Fear. As a Christian, you don't need to fear the heretic. In Christ, the victory over all the powers of evil was won. Whatever things may look like, the powers of evil may be flourishing, but they're fighting a losing battle. A Latin proverb says, Great is the truth, and in the end it will prevail. I have been greatly encouraged in the last several years, and just over and over I remind myself, truth will prevail. And and you need to know that, because there's going to be times in your life that things aren't right. There'll be times people say things that are wrong about you, and you just need to say, truth will prevail. There will be times that it'll look like evil is flourishing, and everything is going wrong, And you need to come back and say, I don't need to fear because truth will prevail. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. All that we need to do is remember the truth that God has given to us and to cling to us. And that means we can walk in victory. As I said, the word Nike means victory, and it came from the Greek word, and the form of it that is used here is Nikeo, which means to subdue, to conquer, to overcome, to prevail, to get the victory. I love 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4. It's probably my favorite verse of all the Bible, but it says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome. You've won the victory. You have the victory. Why? Because greater is He that is in you. It's not us that wins the victory. He wins the victory. It's not anything we do that delivers us. It's the One who dwells within us. It's the greatness of God That John is saying, the greatness of God will keep you. In fact, God was greater than any spirit that is at work behind the false teachers. This is what will keep you straight. The two factors John gives for victory are, one, being a child of God, and two, childlike trust in the spirit that dwells within you. He is greater, so why won't you obey him? Tonight we're gonna we're gonna look at how to know the victory in our personal lives uh, based on on this verse. But our hearts ought to be greatly encouraged today in realizing, yeah, there there is a lot of evil around, but I am a child of God, and despite all that is against God and His ways, I know truth will prevail, and this is the truth: God is greater than all. And because of that, I don't need to fear. God is in me. It's not like, oh no, I've got to get to God. No, God came to us willing to forgive our sins and that He wants to live with us and go where we go and He's with us so that we can walk in victory so that we don't need to fear, so that we don't need to be downcast when we really understand the truth. Yeah, it is a matter. It's it's not Urban Meyer trying to get his team to believe. It's the Holy Spirit trying to get us to really believe about God. And you can't magnify Him enough. That's why the psalmist said, My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. You can't boast about God enough because you can't ever say more than what He really is. Our boasting, oh yeah, I can do that. Well, then we find out we can't do it. God is greater than all. And my soul will make her boast in the Lord the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. See, we're thinking on the wrong things. We're thinking on our health failing. We're thinking on cold weather. We're thinking on, no, God is in me. I am a child of God. And God is greater than all. Praise the Lord. Oh, victory in Jesus! My Savior forever. He sought me and bought me by His redeeming blood. See, if we as Christians really believed, we'd be walking in victory. Heavenly Father, I pray that we truly would believe the truth about You. I pray that we really would come to be of good cheer because You have overcome the world and that You dwell within us. Lord, my heart goes out to any individual here today who has never received Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray today that Your Spirit would draw them to You. I pray today they would say yes to You. And that they would call upon you for the forgiveness of sin. So that then they could have the peace of mind of knowing you dwell within. I pray for every believer here today that we really would understand the truth about you. That you are greater than all and despite the the wickedness that That multiplies and is great in our day, that you are greater than all, and that because of that, and because of your indwelling in us, we can walk in victory. Lord, I pray that we really would understand who you are, what you've done, and what you're doing, for we praise you in Jesus' name, amen.